Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. We are excited to have Lily Stuge on the Style That Binds Us podcast today. Lily previously worked at Tori Birch, Rebecca Taylor, Club Monaco, J. Crew, Ipolita, who we've had on our podcast, and Banana Republic before starting her eponymous brand. We are excited to speak with Lily about why she started the brand, how her brand has evolved over time, her current most popular styles, and more. Thank you, Lily, for being here. Well, thank you for having me. We have known about the brand and loved the brand for many years, and we know that our listeners feel the same, so we're excited to learn more. Will you tell us what led you to start the brand after this fabulous career that you had and how you went about it? Sure. It's not something that I thought, you know, when I graduated school, I'm starting my own business. I need to go this way. I just knew that I needed to create. I wanted to create. It just made me whole and feel better to always challenge myself to make things. So I would say I started in fashion, in apparel, and then kind of went into accessories and then honed into jewelry and now expanded to all different accessories. So when I had enough years under my belt at all these companies, you know, they say you can kind of learn learn on the other people's dime or, or figure things out when you're working for these big companies so that you're just much more well-suited and confident and prepared when you start on your own. So I guess after I had, you know, over a decade of experience, I felt ready. That's wonderful. You know, y'all are so young when we were wearing headbands, you know, in high school and in college, and then they went away. And now you have pretty much brought them back single-handedly. We are so excited because we love to watch Delia, who's my daughter. We watched, you know, the original Gossip Girl together and we loved uh, the headbands and everything. So will you walk us through designing the headbands and what the market looked like? Like, how did you decide I'm going to, to own this market? Okay, well, first of all, thank you for saying that I am young. I'll take that compliment. (laughs) You are. And the second thing is I didn't really, I didn't think about it. You know, I, I go back to think, why did I start doing headbands? What did I love about it? And I go back to my mom making matching bows with all my outfits when I was younger. And I had to have that big bow and a little pony matching my little jumper dress. And maybe that stuck with me, the idea of being able to coordinate, being able to mix and match being able to express beyond your dress, because I really do believe that accessories individualize any look. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like you said, I started in jewelry and I kind of believe that headbands are an extension of jewelry. You wear it around your neck, your wrist, and in this case around your head, but specifically headbands came about because I, well, I decided to start my business and have two kids in the first two years. So I was a bit pressed for time (laughs) always. I needed to find a way to kind of be polished in a pinch. So Mm -hmm. I would throw my hair back and I just grabbed whatever I could, which what happened to be like my daughter's little headbands. And at the time she was, you know, two or three and they didn't work for me. And I I liked how I was able to put in a headband and that was all the time spent on my hair. And I felt that I looked more presentable for all these meetings that I was running into back and forth. And so I was at the same time going, you know, for a design meeting and working on a little clutch with all these little pearls around them. 
And I just thought, wow, this would look so good on a headband. And I was wearing a drugstore, you know, $5 something that just didn't quite cut it. Mm -hmm. And I asked this factory who'd never made headbands, could you guys do this? And they tried and they came back and um, it was, you know, it was just kind of serendipitous almost that I was thinking about it. I had in my hand this embellishment and put the two and two together and just started wearing them. And, you know, I became kind of known for wearing them. And normally when I do place a purchase order for my goods, I have the security of having my wholesale partners order during the season. And then I use that allocation to, you know, purchase all the goods. However, this was a whole new category. So I just, I took a risk and I thought, let's order these. Let's see how they go. And obviously they flew. They really flew. That's wonderful. I love that. I love that. It just came to you like that. Yeah. I think it's a combination of always trying to be different, be innovative, find the Mm -hmm. next thing, but also be true to, you know, our DNA, which is embellishing jeweled bright colors, really maximal vibe. And Mm -hmm. if you stay true to that, you can really put it on everything. I mean, we're expanding into, um, you know, besides the glasses and the bags and the belts and the, and the (laughs) jewelry and everything. I mean, we even applied the same idea to little wine charms, to little iPod cases, really could go for anything. Well, you know, so many of my clients say, I really don't want to wear my Lululemon all day long, but it's my hair. You know, I can put on, you know, street clothes, but my hair still looks horrible. So I'm always like, you need to have a good hair day look and a challenged hair day look. If it's a hat or like you said, the headband, it immediately makes you feel polished and uh, ready to go. Yeah. You can just put your hair back in a bun, throw on a jewel headband with, you know, a t-shirt and some jeans and you, you instantly look a bit more put together. Exactly. You have mentioned this a little bit, but is there anything else that you want to say about what you love about accessories? Well, I could talk all day about what I love about (laughs) accessories, Um, but I think, I think it's really about giving yourself the tools to be creative. Anybody can have the same dress. Anybody can see it on social media or your friend and you like it and then you can go buy it, but you are not going to find the same person wearing your look. If you include a different belt and a bag and a piece, you know, pair of earrings and a headband and some sunglasses. And it's just such a way to have fun with fashion. And I think the type of people that really do like our brand that like Lily Sadugi are people that get up in the morning and it's fun for them. What can Mm -hmm. I pick out today? I'm in a great mood. I need something extra sparkly, extra bright, or, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm feeling kind of tired and maybe I just need some hot pink to wake me up. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a way to kind of express how you feel. And I feel fortunate that, you know, maybe if if I can make somebody smile, then I feel like I've kind Mm -hmm. of done my job. Absolutely. And I think that's when, you know, when I start with my clients and we start with the core wardrobe situation, I'm like, when you're, when you start accessorizing, that's when your unique personality is going to come out, you know? So that's what your jewelry does. And I just had this flashback to one of my clients. We were in Atlanta. We were in Neiman Marcus, I think. And she took me over to your case and um, she's very chic, but she's my age. And 
what do you call the earrings that are like your flower earrings? Our crystal lily earrings. Okay, your crystal lily earrings. So she pointed to them and she said, could I wear these? You know, meaning like, am I too old? And I was like, absolutely. And she tried them on and she loved them and she left. And I could just what you're talking about. It it just made her feel more confident. She, you know, she felt kind of lighthearted and um, kind of creative. So that's that's what your jewelry does for people and, and your accessories. Oh, great. I love to hear that. Yes. Can you walk us through the design process? Yeah. For which category? Because you know what? We work with a different factory for each right. category. I mean, there's so sure. many little nuances that go for each right. different piece. Right, right, right. And you have so many different categories now. I was thinking about the earring, the... Mm-hmm. Is that bakelite, lucite, whatever? What is that material? So we use acetate and I love acetate because you can get such beautiful color saturation mm-hmm. as well as it's lightweight. Mm-hmm. And that's the best thing about our earrings is mm-hmm. they're lightweight. You can wear them all day long and they're, and they can, you can really play with scale and mm-hmm. really utilize you know, as we call statement earrings, but make them a big statement. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we are known for in mm-hmm. our earrings is just the bright use of color embellishment and also, you know, durability, comfortability, and quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go with our headbands, um, there's so much handwork that is really done with them. Like all the jewels, um, they're all the headbands are handmade all the jewels are hand sewn on, you know, it's really fun that a lot of what we do is a lot about embroidery and layouts Mm -hmm. because it's about the perfect combination of enough crystals here and enough like little gold beads and Mm -hmm. different things like that. And, you know, we're doing custom embroidery and just really experimenting. Um, You come up with some really fun ideas now that we've been doing them for five, six years and, and people, have such a collection that right. it's really fun to see what they gravitate towards. Exactly. And no two people are going to have the same collection. Exactly. Yes. It's wonderful. And so how many do you have collections that you come out with a year or a season? How does that work? We're on the fashion calendar. So we show every quarter and we do spring, summer and, mm-hmm. you know, um, all, all the seasons and, So, but we come out with new collections and new arrivals. I would say every few days we have something. Wow. You are a busy lady. It's great to get people back and they're always looking for newness and coming back for that. So will you tell us when you're starting the inspiration, maybe there's some sort of a theme or something for the season, the design process, maybe less about working with each factory, but kind of more about mood board and things like that. Absolutely. So we just debuted our holiday collection, which is all about disco (laughs) and, um, you know, just excited to go out again, to be out again, to go to events, to go to parties. I mean, I think we all agree that we've been inside for way too long. Uh, and, and when I designed this, I would say almost a year ago, I was just like itching just to get out there. And I'm like, you know what, when I do, I am going to sparkle and I'm going to wear sequins and I'm, but I was feeling that combination of wanting to, be kind of tonal and cozy in like beige and browns and coppers, mm-hmm. but also juxtaposing that mixed with all these like bright high shine materials. Mm-hmm. So, you know, disco is kind of the perfect way to do that because it was very seventies, which had mm-hmm. this overture, like 
overtone of really neutral palette in some cases and coppers and browns. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we just debuted this, you know, in, in the past month or so, and it's been super well received because I think people just want something novel and new and fun and, and happy. Right. And it doesn't always have to be red or, you know, hot pink or anything like that to uh, make a statement and to be glamorous. Right. Well, we do also have our holiday collection too, which is sure. filled with like tartans and yes. And, yes. and all of those too. So, so there's the, the bit right. of the traditional mix with just fun. Right. Something for everybody. Well, you give us the inside scoop on the styles that are most popular right now and into 2023. What is everyone looking for? Oh, some sneak peeks. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you what they want right now. It's funny because I've been, I gravitate towards pinks and lavenders and turquoise and like salmon and cobalt mm-hmm. and purples. And I always gravitate towards similar colors. But this season, when I introduced all these kind of neutrals and coppers and earth colored mm-hmm. tones, I realized that people didn't have as many in their collection mm-hmm. because I'm always going to have a pink headband. Oh yeah. But they really wanted this to round out the palette that is in their collection. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always thinking, okay, I always do this. What can, what's going to pull me outside of my mm-hmm. comfort zone and do something really different that is going to make somebody feel like, you know what? I already have like 10, 20, 50 headbands, but like, I don't <laughs> this. I need something else. Right. And then as far as sneak peeks for 2023, I would say we've really expanded our handbags, which has been very exciting. Um, We're going to do more that have that, you know, directly kind of coordinate with our other accessories and using the same embellishments that are on earrings and headbands and putting them on other things like um, cold weather. And we have jeweled beanies and handbags as well. So really the new stuff is, is expanding our categories. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. That's so exciting because it's like, like you said, they're collectors. So if they, they're always looking for, I guess you have to stay on your toes. They're always looking for something new and exciting from you. Yes. <laughs> you were working as the design director at Tory Birch during the first year of starting your company. How did you know when it was time to leave and pursue entrepreneurship full time. That's such a difficult decision. Such a scary. Well, you know what? I will say life gets in the way of so many things you think you're going to do. And this Mm -hmm. is an instance where it's literally life. So I got pregnant. I, um, I was, I was engaged after kind of the time after I left J crew and that was just more of a time where I thought, okay, I'm going to need to change course of what I'm doing. I want to have be more flexible with what I do and starting my own business. Mm -hmm. I work more now than I ever did, but Mm -hmm. it's the times that I, you know, want to work. Sure. And so I was starting that. And at the same time, I got a call from Tori Birch and they wanted me to design their jewelry. And so, you know, I, I had already started my line and she was really amazing about championing other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So it was completely fine with a more of a consulting opportunity where I, you know, worked a few days a week there and worked a few days on, on my line too. So I was kind of able to do both. 
And your question is too, how did I decide to go full-time into Lily? I got pregnant and I had my first, my, had my son and part of the hard part of, of doing all of these things is mm -hmm. realizing that you can't really do it all. You have right. to sometimes pick. And I loved working at Tori and it was a mm -hmm. great opportunity, but it would sacrifice what I was doing with my line. And obviously the time that I wanted to spend with my kids. Mm -hmm. So, um, not to say I settled because a full business and Oh, sure. You no know, parenting was still something that I, I still challenge to this day to get done. Right. Exactly. And I, I want to ask you um, a question concerning that. So when you have your own business, at least I find this with what we're doing, there's so many little details all day long, every day, and you're just busy, 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 busy. And it's hard to set aside quiet time to actually be creative. And I know when you have kids and everything else, moving all that into the mix, how do you find time? Do you set aside a day or how do you find time just to, you know, to dream, to imagine, to create? Well, that's the hardest thing too, because a, a lot of the support I have in, in my company, people, their jobs are more quantitative and they know if I set aside two hours, I will get this done. When you are more of a creative, you know, whether it's on my design team or my marketing team, you could get the idea really quickly and knock it out, or it could take you a while. Mm -hmm. And that is my challenge is that I don't set aside time. I'm not exaggerating that I have been on calls for, um, since eight 15 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I think I had about a half an hour break today. And mm -hmm. you know what? I use that time to just like close my eyes from the computer and just like get something to eat really quickly. Right. But have I had time to really think about things? No. So mm -hmm. on the weekends after hours, I guess is when I do, because I, mm -hmm. at least I still find that fun. So it don't right. feel like I'm I mean, totally I, working on the weekend. Right. I think that's like the, that's the heart of your brand. It's the heart of our brand. It's, you know, it's what should be getting us up in the morning. And then I, sometimes I feel guilty when I just take time to, to think and, and, and dream and conceptualize and everything. But I know that is, that's a very special part of life that we don't need to neglect. We should spend more time doing this. We should normalize mm -hmm. just taking an hour block for mm -hmm. thinking about something and figuring things right. out. Um, so I will sometimes, you know, do it when I take a walk. Right. And because no one, yes. me. that's the only time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Congratulations on opening brick and mortar stores. There are, you have some stores and I know there's more to come. So will you tell us about the concept, the jewel box concept of the stores and where they are? Absolutely. So our first store we opened up in Dallas, Texas, in Highland Park Village mm -hmm. and pretty quickly opened up on the West Coast in Newport and and at uh, Lido Marina. And then our newest location is on Bleecker Street in the West Village of New York City. And then we have like three more scheduled for next year. So another one in Texas and kind of, um, you know, expanding around in the Southeast, et cetera. So it's, it's proven to be successful. And I, I would say, like you mentioned, our jewel box, it's really an opportunity where you can see all categories together. 
you know, we've been selling for years to like Neiman's and Saks and Nordstrom right. and all those places, but we have a different buyer for jewelry and a different buyer for hair and hats and sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And they each live in their own department. And it's so rewarding um, to be able to see all the categories together because mm -hmm. we design that in mind. Like, you know, these glasses have a little gold tip on the end, which goes perfectly with our, you know, little collar and our jeweled belt mm -hmm. and our bag. And it's just an opportunity for people to come in and really like breathe in the idea of Lily Sadugi and, mm -hmm. and what we're all about. That's great. I could just imagine having a dinner party and having these little touches, all the different Lily things that sort of um, quietly, you know, some people might not even notice that they go together, but that create this beautiful theme. Yeah, this beautiful that, and I do love a tablescape because yeah. it's similar. You have your ceramic, you have your plates, you have your metal right. you have your glassware and how it all correlates together on your beautiful canvas on your table. And I actually had a Malachite table made in my house here, mm -hmm. um, which is my piece of jewelry for my house. Oh, that's great. I bet it's stunning. Okay. Let's see. The last question I'm going to ask you about your career and everything is what learnings did you glean from the years before during your career that really helped you in building your, your current company? I love this question because I think there's so many people that are in a rush after they finish school. Like I've got to start my own thing. I've got to get my following. I've got to do this. And I think that there's so much to learn and there's so many mistakes that you're going to make. And that's fine because you learn from your mistakes, but I think that you really should garner as much experience as you can mm -hmm. to be more successful when you do branch out and do your own thing. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, there's a piece of advice that I got that it really resonates is when you know better, you do better. And I think it's about holding yourself accountable because you can always say you fake it till you make it, you know, mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, I can do this. And when I went to, J crew. And I had only been doing jewelry for six months. And they said, can you do a jewelry collection? I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> you know, you, it's a combination of having the confidence, knowing you can do the skills and a little bit faking it till you make it. And then you mm -hmm. learn how to do it. And you might have to work twice as hard, mm -hmm. but you know, you can do it. So when you know better, do better. And I hold myself to that every day because every day I'm learning things mm -hmm. and then I'm like, okay, you know what? Next time I do this, I know how to do it way more efficiently, way more cost-effective in a better way, in a more sustainable way. And it's just about improving what you create, what you make, how you talk, how you give back, uh, you know, everything that is all about the business and just, just always fine tuning it. Yeah. That's great advice really great advice. I feel like, um, people feel like they're in such a hurry to, when they're young, yes. you know, and you, it, there's so much immediate gratification on, on social these days and mm -hmm. seeing, seeing how many likes you have and seeing what you've sold mm -hmm. and everything, but you really do need to spend time to develop your core, mm -hmm. your core business and who you are. Mm -hmm. And then once you are clear on that, it's really easy to create and innovate. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Delia was on the jewelry buying team at Barney's and a lot of it was, and now she works with emerging brands and a lot of it is, you know, 
Who are you? What are the things that you're known for, that you want to be known for? What are those pieces and that kind of thing? That's the kind of thing that you have to learn as you go along and think through. Yeah. And that took a long time. I'm not going to say that I waited to start my business before I knew who Mm -hmm. I was and what I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. I think that now that I'm 10 years into it, I do better understand what the world of Lily is. And I think that that makes everything more cohesive Mm -hmm. and easier for people to identify who you are. And then Mm -hmm. that way you stand out more. Absolutely. And you just keep adding to it, but it all is cohesive. That's the goal. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of people, when they see someone's success, they're not comparing apples to apples because you've been doing this for 10 years. So if they're thinking, if they have a brand and they're thinking, well, why is it that she's so successful? Well, you've been at it for 10 years and twisting and turning. I compare entrepreneurship to a Rubik's cube or whatever, where you're Mm -hmm. just kind of twisting and twisting and then it it clicks and then maybe you need to have a whole new one and just continue on and evolve. So is there anything that you want to talk about of how the brand has evolved over time and how you've gotten to better know yourself and your customers too? I think that when I started, it was a jewelry company and just realizing that you can expand this sense of embellishment and maximal lifestyle and colors and everything mm-hmm. to a lot of different products. So I think that that's the most exciting part is that in order to grow, you have to just think of ways that you can expand, but still remain of, of the same vibe as, as you first started. For sure. That is key. And we have a lot of listeners who are founders. So do you have any advice for entrepreneurs of what they should keep in mind? I think that while I said that, you know, take your time and learn wherever you can, whether it's with a mentor or a big corporate company, like I had, you know, such valuable lessons learned at J crew mm-hmm. and at Tory Burch and all that. But just know that when you start, you're never ready. You're never <laughs> ready for anything. When you buy a house, when you have a child, when you get your first job, I mean, huge momentous things, you are never fully ready. You m- might have a little bit of trepidation. Uh, am I ready to do this? Should I do this? I don't know. You know, I've studied it, but I haven't actually applied it. Um, you just, you have to take a leap. And sometimes as long as you know that you might have to work a bit harder and you try and garner that confidence, my advice is to just go for it Mm -hmm. because you're, if you wait for that special day, it's just going to get clouded under the next thing you have to do. Great advice. Great advice for everybody. Um, what inspires you? What inspires me? I love traveling. I love wandering through markets mm-hmm. and seeing how different people dress and wear things and um, how people wear different costumes and just mm-hmm. different cultures and, and colors that you see in all different landscapes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's been more challenging just with the pandemic because mm-hmm. we're not really doing that, but you can see things through different lenses now. Like you can see things following different people, whether you're really out there walking or you're just watching on your Mm -hmm. phone. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's very true. Yes. I would think there's so many beautiful things in the world that would inspire the types of pieces that you create. Mm -hmm. And I love color and color combinations. Mm -hmm. 
looking at different paintings and seeing mm-hmm. how like the salmon and the turquoise and the cobalt and how all the colors play against mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's really exciting. So you'll, you'll never see a lot of black on me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Lily, what's next for you? What's next for me? Well, that's a twofold question. What's next for my business or for me? I feel like I like how you said that you should take more time to mm-hmm. really think mm-hmm. about creation. So I'm like, that's my, that might be my new year's resolution mm-hmm. is to find a way to carve out a little bit of time to, mm-hmm. to really, I, I enjoy like more overarching, you know, strategy and really macro level thinking. And I have to force myself to step back and do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be my resolution, I guess, to, to do that. But what's literally next for, you know, the business is we're, we're opening up more doors. So um, hopefully that's we'll wonderful. come to all of everybody that's listening, you know, we'll, we'll be near you. Yes. You definitely, you can probably tell by our accents that we are originally from Alabama. And I know a lot of people that love your brand in the South. So that is, yes, we do really well. There Our manager of all of our stores. She's from Alabama. So, uh, so I love everyone I've met from there, which is great. And, um, and yeah, and I think a lot of people from the South really appreciate color Mm -hmm. and 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 headbands and, it's a great match. So yes, we are, looking, we are looking in some more places to open up in the South as well as more in New York. And we're looking Chicago and Florida and, you know, a lot of places. So it's wonderful. Really, it's a really exciting growth time for us. That's great. Well, we're, we're so proud of you and so honored to have you on the podcast and uh, we are big fans. Well, thank you. We are, and I'm going to include a shoppable blog post. So we will have the links to listen to the podcast. And then also we will curate an assortment of our favorite pieces of yours so that our listeners can check out the latest styles. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you, Lily, and have a happy, happy holiday and great rest of the week. Okay, thanks. Loved your questions, and you guys are great and so fortunate to work together as mom and daughter. I love that. (laughs) You might be doing that one day. Okay. I'm going to go call my mom, see if she's ready for this. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.